Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jeff Newbarth. Jeff and Lex here. Yeah, hello. Audio only today. Yep. If you're looking for the video on YouTube, don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which stinks because like I wore like a cool sweater kind of thing. I wore and one of my favorite sweaters today too. Yeah, and no one gets to see it. We're going to be joined in a moment by Morgan Pressel. Uh, as we told you last week or on Tuesday when we had Xander Tuesday. on the Callaway Golf Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be doing two to three shows a week. Uh, having some of our different tour pros on from all our different worldwide tours. In fact, Tuesday of next week, I got confirmation we're going to have our buddy Matt Wallace on. Cool. We just spent some time with Matt uh, a week and a half ago, which feels like a lifetime ago, down in Jacksonville before the players. Well, I was just looking at him on my computer yesterday, so it doesn't feel that far long ago. Oh, right, because you're editing some cool content. We have a really cool vlog that'll come out uh, probably on Tuesday as well to accompany the podcast. So uh, we're going to do our best. Look, we get it. Everyone's suffering through just horrendous times. Things are are probably going to get tougher before they get easier. Um, But our job here is to try to give you a little bit of a respite from it. So we're not trying to be insensitive Mm -hmm. by ignoring the issues of the day, but we're going to try to turn those issues off and and focus on golf. And if you want to join us on that journey, great. If you don't, I completely understand. But we do want to hear from you. I have no idea what the email address is. Nope, but we're working on it. We're, we're just working on it. So just how about 760-804-GOLF? Yeah, please if, call. If you have a comment for us or you want us to talk about certain things on the mm-hmm. show, you have questions for Matt Wallace, 760-804-GOLF. You can hit us at Callaway Golf on our social media handles, or you can go into the Callaway community and leave questions. I'll be checking both those places before our different shows. And uh, look, we're going to keep these shows going because uh, that's what we do, right? That is. It is. The show must go on. All right. Well, the show is going on, and we are really excited to uh, be joined, I'm assuming from Florida, by our good friend Morgan Pressel. What's going on, Morgan? Uh, hello. Yes, I am in Florida. Good morning to you. Uh, how's it going? You know, it is uh, interesting times, and I, I, as I was <laughs> saying to... As I was saying yesterday, it's like, I can't wait till till get through this. And, and someone asked me, like, what is comparable that you've gone through in your life to what we're mm-hmm. seeing right now? And the only thing I can come up with is, is and Morgan, you're, you're, you've spent a lot of time in South Florida. I was a senior in high school when Hurricane Andrew hit and, and sort of, you know, kind of destroyed my senior year of high school, my house, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, it's, you know, 20 something years later because I'm old. I, I don't <laughs> really think about it too much, uh, but I remember it. And I always kind of, you know, it, it kind of does shape you in terms of like what's important and what's not. And, and you know, friends, family, uh, you know, your loved ones, those are things that matter right now kind of more so than ever. But I want to talk a little golf with you. I also want to talk about your dog. Yes, definitely your dog. Your, your, your dog is, is, is absolutely amazing. How, how, is, how is Zoe handling this? You know, I don't think she knows what's going on. I think she's very happy that mommy's home a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, she goes out and she sits on the back patio in the sun and she doesn't have a care in the world. So uh, she is, but she's providing us, you know, a lot of happiness and smiles and, um, and just like dogs do all over the world, especially in, in tough times. And I'm very thankful to have her. She is uh, a really sweet pup. She's sitting on the bed behind me. Um, yeah. Getting, getting well, her midday nap in, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> It's a dog's life out there. Seriously. I seriously. Know. I think they have it all figured out. All right. Uh, let's go into some of our, our listener questions for you. And then uh, we will ask Morgan a little bit later about what she's doing to keep her golf game sharp mm-hmm. uh, and potentially some things you can do at home to keep your golf game sharp. I was funny. I was talking with Luke Williams earlier. Yeah. And uh, go to Odyssey Golf's uh, social handles and send in a video of the longest possible putt you can attempt and make in your house. 
I just think that would just be awesome. Like, Like, figure out the longest. Maybe Morgan will be nice enough to do that after this and send us a video, and we'll post it to kind of kick this thing (laughs) off. But like, there's got to be some like crazy, crazy house putts that that you could try. My issue would be dodging Miles the cat. Yes, he always likes to get kind of. He's a slow mover. Morgan, I don't know if you know, but Jeff has an 18 year old cat, (laughs) and he doesn't move too fast. No. no, he sleeps. He sleeps <laughs> he most sleeps. of the time. He, he he's loving the fact that that a lot of humans are home now, and and and, yeah. and he's sleeping the majority of the time. Uh, he actually was was quite uh, quite loud this morning as oh, he man. wanted to get going. <laughs> All right, let's answer this first question. Yeah. I have a selfish interest. Is this is from Chef Critter uh, from the Hackers Paradise? How does someone get into an LPGA pro am? Can anyone apply or do you have to know someone asking for a friend? And Morgan, the backstory is my goal in golf, I set one goal per year, was to play in a pro-am, and I was invited to play in the Kia, which obviously, hopefully, will happen later in the year. Uh, but how does someone get into an LPGA pro-am? Yeah, there, I think there's a lot of different ways. Certainly, uh, most of the time would be probably corporate sponsorships. Um, there happen to be, uh, I'm sure if you contact the event, they might potentially have, every event has a different uh formula in terms of what they charge for a pro-am or what a sponsorship costs or even if they have any extra spots that would be that you could purchase as a single or as a group um so if there's a tournament in your area that you're interested in getting involved in i would contact the tournament organizer um and and see what what options they have for you and um hopefully jeff maybe we get to play someday and at kia when that uh, tournament ever comes about I know yeah. it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen in 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 I respite. So. Given given my foot injury, that it's probably the best thing. I did hit balls yeah. for the first time. Oh, and, lucky uh, you! Yeah, just for like ten or fifteen minutes and no pain. Yeah, and I've done two Peloton rides, no pain. I still think that's a little ambitious, straight out of the boot. I know, but I don't care. Okay. So I'm just I'm just <laughs> going with it. Uh, another question on the Hackers Paradise is, and and this was asked to Xander the other day as well. Uh, what is one shot you wish you could have taken a mulligan on as a oh, professional? A I love that question. Oh boy! Wow, that's a hard one. One shot. Hmm. I don't know. I'd maybe say when I had a putt to win in San Francisco. Um, gosh, I don't even know when it was. It was a few years ago against Lydia and the yeah, I think yeah, down at the uh, swinging skirts. Against yes. regulation, I had a putt to win, and or it was in the playoff. I'm not sure which one, but I'd like to have that putt again. I'd say. <laughs> I remember watching that event, and I remember we were uh, a couple of us were sitting around. Uh, I don't know. It was it was some part about it was I think it was a Sunday and whatever reason we were a bunch of us were were like kind of live texting it and we had all seen that putt like multiple times before. I think it may have been in regulation and we had all seen it and everyone was kind of missing it the same way. We were all trying to figure out that if we were really good at our jobs as Callaway Golf marketers, we would figure out a way to have someone standing on the 18th green every week and tell our players like, hey, everyone's missing it. Two balls left. Just so we could, so so Morgan, I would actually say we are to blame. Yeah, we we are to blame for that. Uh, uh, not 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 anything else. Okay, um, I found another question from Fuffle Master. Wow, Great name. that is quite a name. <laughs> um, okay, do you have a cool interaction story with a fan that you'll remember for a long time? Oh, I'd say I have a lot. I'd say I have a lot of great interaction stories with fans. Um, I mean, one of the 
one of my favorite things about my job are the young kids that come out to watch. And mm. I mean, when I first got on tour, I'm these twins, uh, young twin girls in North Carolina, actually, I believe we first met at Pinehurst. And then they came out to watch in Kingsmill every year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now I think they're graduating college, but we've kept in touch the whole time. You know, it's amazing to watch them grow from, from probably six, seven year old girls all the way. Maybe that just makes means that I'm old, but, <laughs> but I really <laughs> no. But you, you, you started no, when you were so twelve. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you started you're, so you're not early. Old. <laughs> I mean, that's one experience. But I mean, I've had. I, I love going back to each tournament. I was even looking at pictures because I posted a photo today on Instagram, whatever, and I was looking at different photos that I wanted to post. And one of them, I was looking at Phoenix from last year, looking at memories from where we're supposed to be this week in Phoenix. And yeah. and there's a family with four young girls that always come out and cheer me on. And I take to lunch every year, and we just they're just the sweetest girls. And they're very involved in junior golf. Well. And so it's fun to watch them grow. And I think, um, I mean, I really can't pick just one. There are so many examples. And um, I'm definitely missing... A lot of those uh, those fans out on the West Coast now. Yeah, for sure. We're all missing kind of the normal. This next question comes from Ethan Here, Oh, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan, whose office is like 20. I don't know why he's posting in the forum. He could like literally, he just walked in here before we started taping. He just loves to participate. He could come ask this question himself, but we won't let him in here because of social distancing. Right. Um, for Morgan, what is the most ridiculous thing you've witnessed or been a part of during an LPGA round, and I'll throw Solheim in there as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, what, what's the craziest thing you've you've been a part of uh, d- during your career? Well, the the most intense for, um, like, is definitely Solheim Cup. I would say, um, you know, the first tee at Solheim Cup, um, being part of an opening ceremonies, like, sends chills. You know, gives you goosebumps when they announce your name. You know, on Team USA, it's just definitely Solheim Cup is is most emotional, the most, I mean, you see people dressed in costumes, yelling crazy things, like, it's definitely different than anything else we get to experience in golf, and uh, that's what makes it so much fun and so interesting to watch, and and so much fun to be a part of as well. Yeah, definitely. I I can see how that would be the most emotional for sure. Um, another one that we actually asked Xander on Tuesday also, would allowing a rangefinder or a GPS speed up play, do you think? I I think yes and no. I don't know I don't think that range I think range finders eventually and probably very soon. I think you're already starting to see it with some Monday qualifiers and things like that that um people are being allowed to use it. I know the LPGA has been testing it a little bit with Metro Tour, and I believe the mm-hmm. PGA has been doing it um, with some of their tours as well. And I think it's, it's only a matter of time before it's going to be used on the top professional level. I think it'll speed up play if somebody hits a really errant shot, you know, where the yeah. guy doesn't have to walk 150 yards up the green and talk because it's a bizarre angle and they can't get a yardage. So I yeah, think in yeah. that sense, maybe, and maybe that's once or twice a week, you know, that will speed up that shot. But I think otherwise, Patty's going to go through the same process of double-checking the rangefinder, the book, because there's so much more involved than just, hey, let's shoot the pin and right. get a number. You know, well, it's what to carry over the bunker or the ridge or how much is behind it. or, or I mean, there are so many different things that we talk about that, 
you're not going to find from a laser. So there's still going to be the conversation around the book. But yeah, I and think that's, there are instances it, where you see apply. Yeah, the one the one that jumps out was uh, right before Tiger. It was probably three or four years ago at Tory. It was one I think it was actually when he shut it down after Tory. He hit it so far left on the front nine that Joey had to walk like 250 yards because he was like in another fairway and there was no line of sight because of of you know the the the, the trees and just sort of the topography of Tory. Um, and it, it took like 10 minutes for Joey to go back and forth just to even get a base number. But we talked about this with Xander the other day. You know, Xander kind of said. That, like, if he's playing with me at Tory, which, again, got me excited that he wants to play golf with me at Tory, And I've texted him <laughs> twice, and he, I haven't heard back from him. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but, you know, he says, like, if he's playing on, on, on a Tuesday morning with his buddies at Tory, even if it's a money game, he's going to shoot the flag and figure it out and hit it. But I think what people don't understand is when you're competing, especially on the weekend, because Xander would argue that he was saying that, that pace of play is, is just even significantly slower on the weekend compared to uh, what it is on a week on, on the Thursday, Friday rounds, just because the stakes are so high and, and, and the shots matter so much. Let, by the way, Morgan, Lex just had a sip of something in, in, in a coffee cup and is making like the most revolting faces. Tell people what, hot what you're having Hot water and lemon. It's just hot water and lemon, but it's so hot because they have this stupid stainless tumbler. Yeah, that's the, that's the Jason Finley granddaddy uh, tumbler. Yeah. yeah, sorry, right. Jason's too hot. All right. Okay, but I did. But anyway, I did find another question when you're ready. Yeah, but but just I, I think that's where it'll make a difference. But I think what people don't understand is you're not pace of play is not affected by trying to figure out how far you are from the shot. It's right. what shot you're going to hit and what are the other factors that that are part of that shot. For me, I shoot it, it says 150. I grab a club and I hit it. I'm not thinking, oh, it's 128 to carry this. Then there's a ridge at 136, and then there's I'm just hoping and to get the greens it. Greens are rolling on the planet. this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, I think I think at the top level, there's a little bit more conversation than what certainly. And like even when I'm playing at home, I mean, like Xander said, like I shoot the flag and I, you know, pull a club. I, but it, I'm not as worried if I don't have the right club. You know, it's not right. like it, it's not as paramount for me at home playing a regular round of golf to make sure that I get it 100 percent right because of the stakes. And I'd say even, you know, similarly to that in the practice round, but when it comes to a tournament, there's a lot, there's just a lot of discussion that goes on. What's the wind? You know, Lexi mentioned the greens. Are they firm or soft or how exactly far do you want to carry it onto the screen to release to the hole? Like there's, there's a lot of different discussions that, um, that take place between the player and the caddy. And that's where just having the caddy is really paramount too. And you have a great one in rock for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love (laughs) rock. Um, this one is from CH Par 4, I believe, our That's buddy Chuck, Chuck Hoffman. Chuck Hoffman, yeah. Um, he said he's wondering what you all would do without Barry Lida, our beloved Barry, out on tour. He says he's seen him a few times at several events, and he never sits still. I, I don't know if Barry even sits down to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think but so. <laughs> I mean, he's been a rep for, for as long as I've been on tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He actually sent me for my... Uh, I don't know if it was my first set of cowboy clubs, my first set of cowboy clubs that he sent me for was, I think they were X12 irons when I played at the U.S. Open in yeah. 2001, and I was 12. Right, the X12 he, for he, the 12-year-old, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, would that be right, 2001 X12? Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be. And, and that was before amateurs could uh, gifted equipment, so we paid for the irons. But I remember working with Barry all the way back to 2001. Um, 
when I got the signs and then, I mean, up until today. So he's keeps all those clubs in my I get me what I need uh, whenever I need it. And it's been great working with him for so many years, for sure. All right. Speaking of the clubs in your bag, this question we got from a billion people, but I'll, I'll give Bill Net mm-hmm. the credit on this one, is how are you going to keep your game sharp without competitive golf for who knows how long? It's hard. To be honest, it's really hard. I went out to our golf course here, um, Andrews Country Club in Boca Raton. I've still been now to play golf. Um, I know some other clubs uh, have already closed and are not allowing people to play golf, but I think are trying to stay open as long as is uh, an outdoor activity with natural social distancing and uh, you know yeah but it's distracting being out there almost like I had a hard time focusing it just it kind of almost felt strange but um, as long as it's still open I'm going to keep going out there and practicing and maybe I'm just going to have to play some money games with my sister I don't know <laughs> we'll, we'll figure <laughs> something out it's, um, and then if at some point we're no longer able to practice uh, on the range or on the golf course, I got I got a net in my backyard, so, so we'll make shift, and uh, maybe we'll just chip balls across the pool or something. I don't know. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, and if you do we'll that, get please creative. <laughs> yeah, and please film that and, yeah, and send, send that to me. send that to Lex. I'll make sure you have Lex's info at the end. And of and course. look, you know that's that's something like like I was on a cool email from from Sam Burns yesterday. I don't think he'd mind me saying. Uh-uh. And and Sam is like going to put together some content from home and stuff for us. And and I think a lot of our tour pros, um, you know, we've been reaching out to to quite a few of them. And mm-hmm. and again, thank you, Morgan, right away for responding to Bjorn's note uh, about jumping on the podcast. Um, you know, we're hoping to get Tom Watson on in the mm-hmm. next week or two. Um, to get some certainly great perspective from one of the legends of the game. Um, but, you know, there's, there's just so many little things that that I think golf is going to become this thing that, that we look at to kind of escapism even more than it always has been. And 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 being able to chip in, in your backyard, uh, or in my case, I have a little putting green at my house, and, and as soon as it stops raining here in San Diego, how funny yeah. is that? It keeps raining out it's here. It's just like cleansing. <laughs> yeah, right it now. is. It's just so – I saw a rainbow on the way in, though. Me too. Yeah. I love it. That was exciting. Um, but, yeah, I think that that's, that's something we're all going to be trying to figure out. So you, you sort of answered it for me, but but the, the money game aspect of it, it's not about the money. It's about – like because the, the biggest thing is you, you could swing all you want, but – there's pressure and and swings under pressure right are different than just swings to practice how, how do you oh, simulate sure. besides a money game how do you simulate you know pressure do you do those drills like phil's famous for i'm going to make a hundred in a row and as soon as i i miss it i'm going to start over and then suddenly putt 81 becomes pressure filled because you don't want to have to go to zero when you've made 80 in a row what, what are things you can do to simulate pressure i yes i have never i have never usually um, worked that way in a sense in my practice. I don't structure my practice that way, but in this situation, I think I'm going to have to start doing that. And it doesn't even have to be a money game with my sister. That's more for pride. You all know that. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, which is made, it was just more important. Uh, but I mean, yeah, all of those things are great. You know, have a chipping contest, uh, with yourself, um, chip, you know, draw an imaginary, circle around a hole and get every 10 out of 15 chips and 50 feet or, you know, whatever it might be. Putting contest is always good, but things where you set a goal out ahead of time and you have to accomplish that goal. 
before you're finished, it uh, puts a little bit extra pressure on that last five footer mm-hmm. that you got to make there, you know, and, and that's always good for, especially the hiatus that we're in, in competitive golf. There's nothing, you can kind of prepare for it, but there's nothing like making that five footer on the 18th hole, but those are all good ways to, to really simulate that. Yeah. I have another, it's, this is a little off, off of the professional golf topic, but one of the guys on the forum, his name is Wichita Reject, is wondering if you have any tips to help his wife get above 50 mile an hour club head speed. I think, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that you can work on for club head speed. One is strength in general, um, whether that be, I mean, I actually found that when I started to do yoga, I got... Mm-hmm stronger because of a lot of upper body strength. Um, I think core strength is really important. Um, timing in the golf swing is not necessarily about swinging harder when you're trying to gain speed. It doesn't, it doesn't translate that. Uh, I mean, you look at, you know, some of the best players in the game, they, it looks so effortless and they hit a mile and mm-hmm. it's because their sequence was right. So ways to work on your sequence. There's, training aids there's about a million training aids on the market that that can yeah, help dave neville here has them all he does <laughs> but you could potentially those are good things to do when you're kind of stuck inside or maybe do it in your you know your yard or something Tra- swing a bunch of training aids um uh, there's and and i would say get the right equipment <laughs> I'm, I'm a big believer in in confiting i mean it's what i did before i put one of the calorie clubs in my bag. You know, they're all fitted and set to the right weight and the right shaft and things like that. And I think all of those can be important components to help you gain some more speed. Yeah, I think this will be an interesting, you know, time for people with their equipment because they're going to be sitting there staring at their golf clubs at yeah. some point. And whether it's, you know, dreaming of, of something new. I'm watching Lex here. She's trying to drink some of this hot water. <laughs> Why don't you just leave the lid off of it, that's, and then it'll cool uh, down quicker. That's what I'm going to do, but I have to hold it because I don't want to kick it over. You know? No, definitely don't want to kick yeah. it over. Well, we, we should put cup holders in here. Yeah, I'll put it over here. All right, we should put cup holders in here. I know this is very exciting audio content for our listeners as we do play-by-play of Lex putting a cup of steaming hot water and lemon down. Um, but I, I think as people look at their clubs, it's a kind of a good time just to do some research and kind of be authentic to yourself. I, I love the idea of, of, of trying to improve improve swing speed but that's something mm-hmm. everyone can do yeah. like like I, I you know I ride the peloton a lot I talk about it all the time but you I'm going to go to like five to six days a week because I have the time and that's perfect social distance for me but as Morgan said like yoga is going to be a great yeah. complement to that because you're going to be building up a lot of lower body there right so that's what I was just going to say with that yeah. app they have all this yoga and stretching you know I've been trying to do some stretching a little bit more um, but yeah, I think that that's interesting. The other thing is just there, there's that old that old adage: just take a hundred swings a day, mm-hmm. and just just you know swing hard and swing fast. So, you know, go in your garage, go a step outside if you can, um, and try to do this stuff. I think there's there's opportunity for people who who are are kind of stuck at home to 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 work on golf. Um, Morgan, can you give me one drill that you potentially could do in the house? Um, our buddy Devin Bonebreak who is a master staffer and works at a Rolling Hills Country Club here, just shot seven for me yesterday uh, that I'm going to be getting on the Callaway channels as soon as I can. But what is a go-to drill or a drill that maybe you've never thought of, but maybe through the spur of this conversation you are thinking of that someone could work on if they're kind of stuck at home, particularly in a small space? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about a lot of different things. I mean, I think the interesting thing in what we're talking about is we're taking the result out of it, right? You're taking the shot, you're taking everything else out of it. So work on your fundamentals, work on your grip. If 
you have a really strong or weak grip, you know, work on getting it more to the neutral side and take a bunch of swings to where it does not feel weird anymore. Because at first it will feel very weird. And if it doesn't feel weird, by the way, you're not doing anything differently. So, yeah. I mean, I need to be thinking, how can you use a wall? I have a hard time when I'm on in my downswing, um, my booty gets a little bit closer to the ball. So how, do you, how can I make swings and try and keep my butt on the wall? How mm-hmm. can I put your head... Put your head on the wall if you want to keep your head still while you're putting. How Put alignment rods on the ground and work on straightening out your putting stroke. I mean, I think obviously putting is a really easy thing to work on inside. Um, I think get creative. I, I think that's this is creating this whole thing has been a blessing for all of us. To be more creative. Come up with other ways to, um, to do what we love and, and maybe to improve. Obviously, our golf games, that's what we'd all love mm-hmm. to do. So, yeah. I mean, and then I would say share. Share the, you know, when you come up with these ideas, that's that's going to be one of the great things, whether it's the Callaway community. Um, oh, hey, our buddy Devin Bonebreak is going to start taping some outdoor videos now at home, some oh, things boy. you can do outside. What is He wants to know what to do differently. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I just think. Yeah, I mean, definitely share it together. We're all, yeah, do we're it all together. kind of stuck. I don't want to see my screen time report on Sunday. Like, it's going to be oh, ridiculous. Yeah, and, I get those you know, too. Just, I know it's it's, it's going to be brutal, but um, <laughs> just you know, we're all looking for interesting things. I mean, at some point, you've watched everything on Netflix, and there's nothing else to do, and just you know, be active. I think as much as we can, if we're you know stuck a l- relatively alone and inside, like be social through through different communications that we've been doing for a long time, just in a different form. I mean, I think I went on Instagram yesterday and like five people that I follow were live. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's just, it, it's very, it's a different time. I never really noticed that before. And people are getting creative in ways to, to spread positivity, joy, ideas, things to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially, you know, if you're a parent at home with kids, uh, working yeah. from home with trying to homeschool your children and, I mean, juggle the million things that you're trying to do from your house. Um, take a take a break. Take a ten minute break and, and just putt across the carpet or something. You know, if, if that's at all possible. So. Yeah, the funniest text I got yesterday is from uh, Dmob who who texts the show every now and then or emails. Uh-huh. He's a, he's a director for ESPN ABC. Four forty one p.m. The teachers at the Mobley Academy just opened a bottle of cake bread Pinot. <laughs> you know, it's uh, <laughs> and I immediately wrote back. I'm like four forty one. I'm like. I had the under on. I, I lost That's, a lot of money on that one because wow. I had the under on that. Yeah. That's a pretty good wait time, to be honest. I yeah. actually heard from mm-hmm. another one of our listeners um, who Jeff and I both got to play golf with in December. Um, we call him Sizzle. And he said that him and his wife are in, actually enjoying homeschooling for now. Their daughter's in pre-K. So, right. you know, they got it pretty simple. But I saw Shonda Rhimes. So if you watch uh, Grey's Anatomy or Scandal or any of those ABC shows, she said she tweeted that um, after homeschooling her six-year-old for an hour, she thinks that um, teachers should get paid like a billion dollars a year. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. But it is always yeah, harder to I've, teach I've your own seen, I've, I will say the meme game is strong online. Oh, but- so strong. But it definitely, so I mean, I think I think a lot of people have appreciation for for teachers or things like that where they don't realize how much work and how hard it is. Um, you know, you drop your kids off at school and they go and they have a good day and they come back. And, um, and if you're doing that with one or two or maybe five kids, if you have five kids, but not 30 in a class, trying to no. keep mm-hmm. all in line all day long. And um, t- teachers have a tough job for sure. 
Yeah, my mom was a kindergarten teacher for like 30 plus years. And uh, so you have a lot of experience. I don't know how the heck she did it. Yeah. Um, last one I have for you, Morgan, then I'll let Lex. Um, this is, I think this is a great question because uh, I always like to get a little bit of food in this. Mm-hmm. Um, U.S. Open, hopefully in Houston this year. Major choices in Houston. Tex-Mex, barbecue. If you could only eat one for the U.S. Open week, and maybe neither are the the proper fuel to be at your best I for the U.S. Open. But let's, on the but let's, that's, not, let's, that's not even like a comparison. All right, where are you going? Yeah, text Max. I don't know. I haven't really spent a whole lot, a lot of time in Houston, so um, if anybody has any rush for me, send them my way, and I'll, right, I'll make well, sure to you... check them out because one of my favorite things about traveling is finding the best restaurants. Yeah, so I'm all in. That's one of the first things I look at when I'm going to a city. Yeah, me too. Is where we're yeah. going to go. Um, how, how, what's the best way people can follow you on your different social media channels so we can make sure all of our fans at Callaway uh, can make sure that they can see what you're up to? Yeah, I'm mostly active on, I mean, I'm Insta- on Instagram. Um, it's probably my favorite. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter a good bit. Uh, I go a bit more now than usually. And, uh, you know, any idea, anything you guys want to see? Um, I don't know. I've just been cooking. I'm like you, like, Peloton hooked crazy. Um, I'll just be doing a lot of that in the near future and hopefully continuing to hit some golf balls as long as, as long as I can. All right. So my Peloton question is, did you do the, <laughs> the ride that, that Robin just posted of the last ride in the old studio yet? I did the last ride in the old studio and I did the live ride today of the Ayo. first ride in the new studio. Oh, nice. Gosh, I pa- Paige yesterday did the last ride in the old studio and she said it was awesome. She said it's something I definitely yeah, need to Yeah, it, uh, it was wonderful. I recommend it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm obsessed with it. One of the local spin studios here is actually renting out fifteen, like half of their bikes, and mm-hmm. they'll bring them to your house, and then they're going to oh, do awesome. virtual rides, and like so every week they're going to switch nice. out bikes, which is really cool. Morgan, my last question for you, because you did mention Netflix, is what are you going to watch, or if you're a big reader, what are you going to be like reading, or do you have recommendations? You can even post this on your Instagram, but I know everybody's yeah. like looking for stuff. You know, I've never been much of a TV watcher. I have a hard time just sitting on the couch still, although mm-hmm. lately I've been watching a lot of news, so I'm kind of getting, like, my brain might need a break from the news. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, what was I watching when I was flying last week? I was watching Shit Creek from oh, Julian to recommended that, that I watch show. that. It's, um, it's kind of, like, entertaining, relatively mindless TV, it's, you know, um, very funny um i don't know what else i mean i don't know what i'm gonna watch i guess i'm boring i'll read i I like to um i spend you know i spend a lot of time i like to look for recipes i like to uh, like kind of do stuff like that um i don't know i if you have any recommendations, send them my way. But like I said, I'm not a huge TV watcher, so maybe i'm a bad person to ask no i'm I'm the same way i'm I'm a show or two max i've been watching master some master classes um, oh yeah those are supposed to be really cool for, yeah i got the subscription for my husband and i and he has watched every one of the cooking ones and nice. i was watching sarah blakely's the other day which was really interesting this co-founder or the founder thanks i watched uh, bobby mm-hmm. Brown's like on all of her makeup tutorials but it's fun everything it's so much so interesting one of the most interesting is actually uh uh ex uh, FBI hostage negotiators about really oh. like, they, yeah cool it's really some really cool things on there so it's like um, that's interesting content to me I think that's the a cooking great is, recommendation. is phenomenal we were we were sitting at home last night and and Harper who's 15 
is I got her one of her things for the holiday. We we're kind of a Disney family. We really enjoy mm-hmm. Disney. So we've one more Imagineers to watch. The last one tonight. Um, but we, I got her a cookbook from the new Star Wars Land. So it's oh, all the cool. food of the Star Wars Land. Selfish. It's also all the cocktails of Star Wars Land. <laughs> but um, they they have this like pot roast in there that looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I told her I said because there's a couple things she mostly bakes, and we've kind of put a little hiatus on the baking because of an egg shortage that we're, we're currently experiencing Major in the house. And and also, um, we don't have anyone to eat it, so we don't want to make food and, and waste it, because normally a lot of the times Paige will take some of Harper's baking into into her office, or Harper takes it to school or and gives Harper it to friends. Or Harper brings it to me. Or gives it to Lex. <laughs> but um, there's this really cool pot roast in there that's like one of the signature just dishes at, at Star Wars Land, so we're going to try to make that this weekend. I think cooking's a really great distraction. Like, all those things, you're like... Uh, I'd love to make it, but I don't have time. Got time now. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just yeah. doing some salmon tonight and some petrolli nice. sole and stuff, and it's it's just funny how how you kind of get into those little those little kind of niches that things you want to explore but you never had the time to. Mm-hmm. We have the time. Yeah, and people, some people find cooking to be very difficult and frustrating, and I find it to be very therapeutic. So it's actually been kind of nice the last few days. Just we've cooked breakfast, lunch, dinner, been a little creative with some different meals, and it's been fun. Yeah. Nice. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for taking some time to uh, to join us. Thanks for Zoe for not uh, barking too much during. I didn't hear her <laughs> I once. Didn't hear She's, at all. This is perfect time with her afternoon nap. Make sure you follow Morgan on all the social channels. Mm-hmm. And Morgan, I'll have Lex reach out to you about if you're doing some video content to make sure the Callaway channels are supporting it as well so we can yep. get as many people to see it as possible. Yeah, for sure. And more importantly, stay safe and uh, best mm-hmm. to, uh, to your family. And uh, we can't wait to see you competing on the greatest golf courses in the world, uh, God willing, soon. Thank you. Thank you. And to all of uh, your listeners. All right. That's Morgan Pressel, Lex. Uh, we're going to be joined Tuesday mm-hmm. from Matt Wallace. Mm-hmm. We might have an exciting new wrinkle to that one. Might. But there's not much of a wrinkle. It's kind of a wrinkle. Yeah. And then we have the vlog that'll be going out That's hopefully right. Tuesday. Got, I think that'll be really cool. On. We have lots of content. Um, I'm going to go check the uh, the surf cams for Sean and Cliff. We're definitely going to see them on there. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's going to be the highlight of, of my whole day is finding them on there. Uh, and uh, Tom Watson will hopefully be joining us next week as well. So if you have questions for Matt Wallace, if you have questions for Lex, if you have questions for me, for Finley, there's lots of Finley questions. i got to get him on questions. soon. Yeah. Uh, we would love to help answer those. And we want to uh, remind everyone, stay safe, follow uh, kind of what the leaders of, of the world are saying to do. Uh, and uh, let's let's all work together and let's use golf as kind of a therapeutic crutch to uh, distract us from uh, some troubling times. So mm-hmm. thanks so much for listening to the Callaway Golf Podcast. We want to hear from you, 760-804-GOLF, 760-804-GOLF. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Callaway Golf Podcast. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and the THP mobile app.